Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. So retail is changing. Our world has changed. We taped a podcast with Christina Geyer. In fact, it's changing right before our eyes. Right before our eyes. As we release this podcast. Christina Geyer came in, market by Macy's. Her story, her pivot is amazing, and we still wanted to bring it to you, although things, of course, for them will change a little bit moving forward. Right. Just keep in mind, it's evolving, but here's Christina's story. Okay, Christina Geyer, I mean, you are such a big deal now. I mean, not that you weren't a big deal before, but from local to you're going to be global soon. Market by Macy's, I mean, what is going on? Tell us everything. Um, That's a good question. What is going on? (laughs) I Um, bet you don't know. You're like in such a whirlwind, right? A lot of what we're doing is new. So our team, which is formerly under the Macy's umbrella called the Brand Experience Team, is developing a new store concept, which launched in South Lake in February. Oh. So it's a an off-mall, mm-hmm. 20,000 square foot retail concept with a cafe, oh. um, men's, women's, kids, full retail experience, but really rethought. So it's much more about discovery and convenience and community than any other store, let alone any other Macy's that you've seen. So it's by the community and for the community. My role as editorial director is to make sure that everything that we're doing throughout event programming, Mm -hmm. merchandise, visuals speaks to the local community um, in a very personal, intense way. Um, and, and essentially treating the store like we would a local magazine. Yes. Um, changing out storylines every inch of the store, whether it's the cafe or women's kids, et cetera, has um, some local flavor mixed in, whether it's a local brand or like Leslie Brenner did all of our food and beverage wow. for Harold, which is our cafe named oh, for Harold yeah. Square slash the, the definition of Harold is a messenger bringing something new. So we were like, how perfect? Oh, H-E-R-A-L-D. Yeah. Got Herald. it. So um, there are- It's like non- localizing a global concept is completely. what you're doing. Yeah. Completely. So yeah. you've taken something that everybody knows, but now it's like, it's yours. It's in your hometown and it's boutique-y and accessible to you. It's accessible. And it's not just about it's accessible to me. It's accessible to the hyper-local community. Mm-hmm. So in South Lake, we're thinking about not, not just Dallas, Fort Worth area. We're thinking, okay- in September, South Lake Carroll High School, uh-huh, uh-huh. what can we do to support them? Do we throw them a homecoming party? Do we do a whole area that's South Lake Carroll Dragon Green? Oh. We're meeting with the mayor, talking about different things that we can do in really, really close local partnership. And so it's taking that concept of being hyper, hyper local. And then how do you do that at scale? Um, and how do you do that in other cities, wherever that might be? How did they pick South Lake? 
Um, it was, you know, a whole hodgepodge of consumer research mm-hmm. and things that are well above what, what my role is. <laughs> You're the hyper local part. <laughs> yeah. Economy stuff. I do the words. I can do the creative. Um, but it, it is an, an affluent market, um, mm-hmm. I think, for what we're doing. And it was kind of a happy accident. South Lake's an incredibly family-oriented, tight-knit community. And, and I say South Lake lightly because you have Keller and mm-hmm. Colleyville and mm-hmm. Grapevine, all these other local communities that South Lake Town Square serves. So um, it became this really perfect place to do a super community-focused store concept Mm -hmm. because more than anything, this community really values their peeps and really values, like, their South Lake community. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not that we're not family-oriented in Dallas or Fort Worth or wherever we might go next, but um, it's it's very much you move there for good public schools and Mm -hmm. the community is very anchored in family and and we're able to then react to that and it was kind of a perfect fit for what our ethos is. So, okay, I remember I'm like, hey, it's Shelly. Hey, Christina. (laughs) And you're like, hey, I can't tell you anything. It's top secret. It's Fort Knox. And you're like, but you're going to know it. It's a publicly traded company. You're going to like totally go, oh, gosh, yes. But I can't say anything because it'll kill me. Like, how did they, how did this come to be? Because you were editor of Paper City Magazine, which everybody's like, Paper City. I mean, that has such a good brand name to it as well. You were at all these fabulous parties with fabulous people. How did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. So it was, again, happy accident. Really? Um, I've always kept my eyes open into what does editorial look like past traditional publishing because it's an evolving world. And mm-hmm. um, I think there's so many opportunities to go back to storytelling, but through multiple channels. Um, and it was actually uh, Sam Sano and Jocelyn Taylor from Swoon, ah, Swoon the Studio. Yeah. They designed Harold, the cafe. Oh. And they reached out to me over the summer and just said, hey, we're working with this woman, Rachel Schechtman. Google her. We can't say what we're doing because we're all under NDA, but it's yeah. a pretty cool project. I think you should meet her because it would be a good person for you to know. She's really dynamic. What they're working on seems super interesting. It might be a good story for you guys at the magazine. Ah, you can cover this. Yeah. Or you can go. Yeah, and I think Sam and Jocelyn know me really well, and they've always known that I'm always kind of open to new things. And so they were hosting a cocktail party for the team from New York that Mm -hmm. came in town back in the summer to start doing their market research. And um, I said, sure, I'll meet these people. Sounds great. And I had an instant connection with the whole team and had never been to South Lake before in my life. Okay, Okay, I was wondering. Okay. And so the team, you know, Rachel Schechtman, who's our brand experience officer at Macy's, said, can you come meet us up in South Lake and let's talk through what we're doing? And so I went up the very next day and met them over iced tea in the shell of a what was then just a big construction site. And we really hit it off in terms of what we value from a storytelling perspective and talking through the experience of translating the power of storytelling that we I was so passionate about in a 2D format in a magazine and yes. actually doing that in person. Mm. Complete, I had no idea what I was in store for and what we've done just in the last couple months of opening the store. I mean, I've drank the Kool-Aid. I mean, it's changed my life in terms of, yes, I was front working in the 1% world of Paper City, but what we've created in this store 
is a place where people walk in and experience content. And I mm-hmm. hate that word, but it's content. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just because it's overused. It's yeah. overused. It is content. Right. But it is content. And people are experiencing the content, whether it's the design of the space mm-hmm. or the words that they're seeing on the wall about a local jewelry designer that we're carrying or the fact that Harold has all of these local great ingredients on the menu from local Texas suppliers. All of these things combine into one that makes this really incredible home environment where people are responding and to you know at the, I always say at the magazine you heard feedback thank uh-huh. you for that story it helped my business get off the ground or your party coverage to help my nonprofit but to actually sit in that store in South Lake and see people walk in and immediately feel at home has been the most rewarding thing I've ever done and I think we we did onboarding with um new store associates and we call them storytellers in the store they're not called really? sales associates they're called storytellers Shelly's loving this Shelly yeah i'm like even salivating over yeah. here if you could just see my jaw i mean i've never i'm not a crier and i say this to the team all the time i'm like i never cried at work and now i'm crying all the time but they're happy tears because i'm like emotional about all these things and oh no really that's means just something it's crazy older. Well, <laughs> that too that too um so anyways uh we were onboarding some storytellers and you know, we all go through a presentation and teaching them about the brand and, and what Market by Macy's is and who we are. And the question was raised to this group of people that are all going to be working in the store. And this was before we opened, but they had come in and seen the shell of, you know, they'd seen the this, this space um, almost complete. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question was, okay, you've spent maybe 15, 20 minutes here. What's your first impression? And this young man raised his hand and he said, you know, has a really good vibe here. And whenever I go into other stores, I feel like it's a store for one person. It's a store for skinny people. It's a store for wealthy people. Mm-hmm. It's a store for women. It's a store for men. It's it's not mm-hmm. a store for me. And when I walk in here, I feel like this is a store for everyone. Wow. I mean, you're like, waterworks. Okay, you're like, can we voice, can you say that one yeah. more time? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to create a storyline based off of that. It's our entire new marketing campaign. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really special. It's really special being a part of something that touches a huge scope of people and a brand that like to have the Macy's brand right. say, yeah, Texas Standard, a cool Austin-based clothing company we want to believe in you and we're going to stand behind you and we're going to carry you in our store. That's a huge deal for a small business. Yes, it is. Um, and that's really, really special. So it's bringing it back to basics and saying, what did a store stand for decades yeah. and decades ago? It was supporting the local community and being what the community needed. And it was an experience when you walked in and everything now requires physical touch for people to like remember it because there's too mm-hmm. much. There's Here comes the word again, content. Yeah. You know, you can't just sell it online anymore. you got to like have... And actually, some of these retailers that I work with through consulting are like, they even said this, that local is the new global. This is literally what happened yesterday in a real estate meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of retail do we want to be shopping for? Investors are looking for local. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something really special about what we do from a merchandising standpoint is you're mixing brands that Macy's is known for. So right. you have your INC denim yeah. alongside a Billy Reed, alongside alongside. Be Stellar Jewelry, which is a local Dallas-based company. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, that mix where your merchandising and your visuals are based on lifestyle mm-hmm. and based on narrative as opposed to just, here's your Ralph Lauren shop. Here is your Ellie Tahari shop. It's do, all mixed, which makes it really compelling and right. interesting. And do you see the, um, the magnitude of a Macy's as enabling the ability to 
like have the proper resources it takes to find all of these local groups and actually bring them in and support them? Is it is that is that the driver or well I mean I think we definitely have the support of Macy's we talk about the fact that we operate our team in in launching these stores the special part about it is we get to somewhat operate like a startup Ah. because we're you know starting something from scratch we're building a brand but we're under the Macy's umbrella which Mm -hmm. you do have that weight which is incredibly important and incredibly special but I always go back to there's no shortcuts in learning what a town is or who people mm-hmm. are it really requires boots on the ground cold calling hey i heard you run a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. want to meet for coffee and tell me about what you do mm-hmm. um and and that piece is where the role i had in journal true you know yes. journalism for so long is coming in handy now it's totally it's really yeah. fun because you want to just meet people and hear their stories and then how can you connect that to your new brand yeah, yeah. get to spend a lot of time on the floor just interacting with the people that walk through the door um I'm up there quite a bit not every single day mm-hmm. um I've got a lot of a lot of work to do that can't happen in the middle of a store because it's sure. incredibly distracting but <laughs> spending time um up there and even just sitting in the cafe or walking around the store and observing and talking to people is a huge part of the equation right now. And Mm -hmm. and as we open other stores, I think figuring out how do you scale community connection will be a really interesting piece of what we're doing because you can't lose that authenticity. So we super appreciate that Mm because when you're talking about some of this stuff, I'm like, this feels like the slate without the shopping. You know, like, Mm because we are local, 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 but we'd love to have another one and another local, local, local spot. But how do you make sure that it still has that, that touch? You know, yeah, and I think this this editorial piece of that role, right, is yeah. is how you helps is how you scale that. Is no matter where we go, having someone who is is boots on the ground as an editorial voice for that store specifically or for the brand specifically is is how you do it. Those are the people that are are doing the research and the community connections and. And then further, and these are things that are to be seen, um, it's how does our, you know, event programming play Mm -hmm. into what we're doing from a community engagement standpoint, which you all do a ton of here. Um, And and that community programming part is huge. And so I inform quite a bit on the programming side. I don't pretend to be an events logistics person, (laughs) but I can say, here's some good people that we should be chatting with in conversation or doing, you know, a, a wine tasting with yeah. or um you know hey how do there's a great men's golf league should we invite them in store and do something with them up in south lake i mean those are all things mm-hmm. that again taking editorial off the page and bringing it to real life becomes i mean the possibilities become really endless it's it's been so fun do so, you see, yeah sorry no no, no i was just curious. so fort worth yeah. is next fort worth is next and then do we know the next one um i cannot say there's so many tops okay but you're going to be on the ground floor of what's going to become probably many of these, not mm-hmm. just in Texas, I would assume. You don't have to shake your head yes or no. I'm just assuming <laughs> these are growing. Um, so will you be the editorial person for all of these? Like the, running the, the editorial piece? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, girl. Yeah. Whew. Well, that's the one. Can we just tease out the word editorial for some yeah, of us that sure. just don't come from any sort of broadcast? D- does that mean showcase to you? Because you... What does it mean? So it means a lot of different things. I think the way I like to start thinking about editorial, right, is in a magazine you have editorial mm-hmm. and you have advertising. Advertising is paid for, and it's not in the magazine's voice. It's not in the magazine's brand. 
editorial is what we decide we want to stand behind and calling it out in a way and in a voice in our own voice um, so that it feels authentic. Now that can go way past just putting copy on a on a wall talking about a, a brand that we care about. It could mean profiling in the store in South Lake we have um, a mural huge mural when you walk in um, and it's by a, a gentleman named Will Heron. He's a Dallas-based mural artist. And we, fa- again, found him through like a friend of a friend of yeah. a friend. Um, and he does cactus drawings. That's I his thing. That. So we said, hey, would you turn these cactus drawings that you do, but in a nod to our New York roots, turn them into, you know, s- skyline imagery. So you have a cactus in the shape of Lady Liberty or a cactus oh, wow. in the shape of... Um, you know, the Empire State Building. And so, again, editorialize that moment is let's have Will's, you know, picture bio on the wall embedded in his work in our voice. Here's how we met Will Heron, get to know Will Heron. But then Will's going to come in store in, yeah. in April and do an event with us where he's teaching and, and giving us a fun tutorial and painting flower pots in cactus style so that then people can come in and plant plant their own cacti. So that's where the editorial piece becomes more off the page, off 2D. Mm -hmm. We also Mm -hmm. have our website, marketbymacy's.com, will be a a content platform. There's content on there now and thinking through what do we want to stand for in terms of being an editorial driver online and what do we want to be in terms of a content driver online. I think treating the store like a media channel is a really interesting thing to think about. It's a conduit, yeah. Yeah, and it, it allows you to have a lot of fun with layering in how do you sell things mm-hmm. then through that yeah. lens of authenticity. And we're not just pulling out this brand because, you know, we have to. Mm-hmm. We're doing it because we want to make a stand for this because it's falling within our, our local bucket or it's a direct-to-consumer brand that you can't find at another Macy's or it's a Macy's brand, like in-house brand that actually has great cashmere. And we yeah. really want to talk about that. And when merchandised in a way, it doesn't feel like a Macy's department store. Mm-hmm. So there, yeah, so editorial, it's, I, you know, it comes down to storytelling to start, but then all of the different ways that that can manifest. I love, I love the way you said that, yeah. Are you growing basil there yet? Because that's Not like yet. kind of your There are plants. There are, okay. There are plants. I mean, I just... <laughs> First time you're like you're like I love plants. I love growing Aww. rosemary. I love no. growing basil. And kale is like your kale looked great last year. I know. I yeah. just moved. I moved on um, <clears throat> Sunday and then oh. left for New York on Monday. So Whoa. all of my, the planters were huge priority. Aww. There's nothing in them right now. No plants in the new apartment just yet. But um, yeah, there is a plant shop, okay. um, and that's again, it's a fun way to test and learn. That's a yeah. huge part of what we're doing. Is like if we put plants in there, what happens mm-hmm. next? Like, will people buy them? And we found um, Urban Spikes. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 she's yes. lovely. She is so and cute, yes. Courtney. Um, we again, a local person, we found, yes. and we're like, oh my gosh, she's got to do, you know, succulent designs for us, and, and we sell them in store. And she did. We have a, an awesome kids area. Oh. And it, there's a huge sequin wall. and I oh, saw that. Wow. That looks incredible. Build your own jungle gym. So we went to Courtney from Urban Spikes and we said, hey, have you ever done glitter art in your pots instead of just sand? Do you want to do glitter in there? And she's like, I've never done it before, but I'll do it. Yeah. So she came up with these crazy cool glitter designs and then these plants that are specifically in our kids section. That and is so, so cool. Having that freedom 
has been really, really fun. And it's so collaborative and so team driven. I've never worked on a team, um, one, a team of this size um, and a team that is so passionate and hardworking. And it sounds a bit cliche to say that, but I had no idea what it took to open a retail concept. You're like, I'm exhausted, but I'm so happy. Yes. I say I've never worked harder in my life, but I've also never been happier in terms of career. Yeah. I'm so happy for you to hear that. I really, really am. Um, Should we fast factor? Let's do it. Favorite teacher. Ooh. Favorite teacher. Grade school. Um, I had an awesome, awesome English teacher. I had him for three years in high school. Um, Mr. Padilla. He was, he, I I don't even know what he is doing now, but I should look him up. But he was kind of the outside the box, non-traditional English teacher that would go rogue and teach us about like Plato's cave and philosophy and all of this stuff. And I totally ate it up. Um, But some of, I I still have all of my notebooks from his class and all of my notes. And says it all. Yeah. And, and he was a pretty special human and I think was one of the first people that really encouraged me to start writing. Oh, you've got to reach out to this guy. Yeah. What's his name again? He is Mr. coming to South Padilla. Lake. Yeah. Mr. Padilla, where are you? South Mr. Lake. Padilla, you I can know. email me at Shelly at thesleepproperties.com. <laughs> Let's find Christina. That's yeah. awesome. No, he was awesome. So will you be in the Macy's Day Parade soon? Are you going to MC that soon? What's Is that next? <laughs> so the funny story um, about that is that yes. <laughs> uh, 100%. So I was, as everyone knows, this was all, what I was working on was confidential. Um, and so when I left Paper City, I couldn't tell anybody mm-hmm. except family basically what I was doing and um my boyfriend said can you just give me a three by five index card that says what What I can can tell people (laughs) when they ask and I said no just tell them I'm working for a large national brand and they can know more later and he said but can't we just say you're director of parade and I was like gosh no no but that would be amazing because one of my favorite movies of all time is Miracle on 34th Street and so there's like a little inner child in me that's like oh my gosh I'm working it's gonna happen this is so cool um yeah so one day the parade is in my future I think it is fun it is quick if you ever want to tell us something I can totally draft us up an NDA Shelly and I are happy to sign anything and we'll keep your secrets that's so funny I was on a um, bachelorette party in the middle of all of this NDA business, and the the, the bride's <laughs> sister is a lawyer, and she said we could just write up. Let's NDAs whip one right up now. We'll yeah, all be just fine. Tell me. Whip yeah. it up. Okay. We're in San Miguel. I'm like, no, tequila and NDAs do not mix. Oh, I want to go to San Miguel. That is a whole nother twenty minute podcast. What did you listen to in the car on the way here? Um, I actually listened to a podcast, um, Oprah with Bob Iger. Hmm. And who was your greatest get? Like, where you're like, wow. I cannot believe I got to sit and interview that person. Carl Lagerfeld. Yeah. Wow. No, I saw, yes. And when he passed, I saw your, Yeah, and it was like your most popular post. I've never cried when a celebrity has passed, mm-hmm. I've ne- but that was a big like, ooh, I'm real lucky to have gotten yeah. to talk to that man because there are few and far between that are as creative and genius as he was. Okay. So let's stop on that last, as the last note then. What was it that he said to you that sticks? Um, you know, it was a very, very brief on the runway conversation and I expected, it wasn't so much what he said, but it was about how present he was. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you're surrounded by hundreds of people and flash bulbs and it's quick and you're, I'm like busily scrabbling, you know, I get what, three minutes with him and I expected it would just be kind of canned responses, no eye contact, no Mm -hmm. real connection. 
it was like we were the only two people in the room and I don't take any credit for that. It was truly this man was there to be answering questions and looked me dead in the eye and had real engagement and his answers were thoughtful and they were not canned responses and there was no rehearsed nature to what he was doing. There was a level of intimacy that his energy created in that moment that holy moly, if, if he can do that, I think about that with like someone like Oprah, you know, Mm if, if you're the type of person that can create that dynamic in total chaotic moments, um, that's pretty special. Mm. Yeah. What a cool journey you've been on. You're headed on. I'm so excited to see you holding Snoopy in the Macy's Day Parade next year, (laughs) walking down the aisle. I'm kidding. Thank you so much for coming in. We XO you. Thanks, guys. Slate it.